54 minutes, being fourth and fifth respectively to complete one to five Kenyan finish as world 5,000 meter champion Ethiopian Mokhtar Edris clocked 58.40 minutes with the top seven runner finishing inside 59 minutes. In the women's race, 2016 Africa 5,000 meter champion Sheila Chipkiroi timed one hour 4.54 minutes to finish that behind new world half marathon record older Ethiopian Letizia Bad Gidi who took one hour 2.52 minutes in her country woman Yalemzaf Yola who clocked one hour 3.51 minutes. In the women's marathon Kenyan Marin Kibor finished second in two hours that 1.17 minutes behind Ukrainian Yerem Shuk Sofia who clocked two hours uh, 29.12 minutes ahead of Galito Magetu who clocked two hours 33.50 minutes. Still on athletics, Kenya's Elliot Kipchoge on Sunday won the best male athlete accolade during the 2021 Association of National Olympic Committee ANOC awards held in Greece following his masterclass performance in 2020 Tokyo Olympics. Our reporter Justa Kadambi has more on this. During the postponed summer games staged in Japan between June and July. At the time, the legendary Maradona withstood the harsh weather conditions in Sapporo to storm to victory in the men's marathon race. The that six-year-old showed the intent of proving once again why is the world's greatest after the 30-kilometer mark where he broke to take a comfortable lead. The heroic saw him successfully defend his Olympic title at the 2020 Tokyo Olympics, becoming only the third athlete in history to achieve the feat. Kipchoge's performance has now seen him crown the 2020 Olympics best male athlete, beating eight others who are gunning for the award. Reporting for MMU Sports, my name is Justa Kadambi. Lastly, on transfer news, Everton and West Ham are keen on signing Inter Milan's even Perisic. This and more from our reporter Mukeshimana Martin. Everton and West Ham are among those keen on signing Inter Milan's Croatian winger Ivan Perisic. However, there is also interest from Bundesliga clubs for the player. Newcastle United would have to produce an exceptional and extraordinary offer to tempt Ajax boss Eric Ten Hag to take over as manager. This happened as they continue with their hunt for a manager. Brazilian fullback Marcelo has told Real Madrid that he will leave the club at the end of the season, with Brazilian club Fluminense a likely destination for the 33-year-old. Western manager David Moyes has warned that any club would have to pay over 100 million euros to stand any chance of signing England midfielder Declan Rice. Finally, Chelsea centre-back Antonio Rudiger is tipped to leave Stamford Bridge next summer with the 28-year-old German linked with a move to Juventus, Manchester City, Tottenham and Paris Saint-Germain. Reporting for Sportsdesk, I'm Keshimana Mat- and that, that, that marks the end of our sports news this morning. My name is Austin Mwendoa. Bye-bye. Residents during the recent trial of Dingas tour of Meru County by promising no tax mira, uh, by promising no, uh, not to tax mira moving across Mombasa County. Just a Kathambi report. <laughs> Mombasa Governor Aliasan Joho stole the show during the Orange Democratic Movement leader Raila Odinga Sua of Meru County. In Lare, Joho declared that his administration will no longer tax Mira transporters entering Mombasa County. Mira transporters are charged, says tax, a form of tax charged by county governments on goods when they move across county borders. On the other hand, Raila asserted that if elected, his administration would work on opening up new markets for Mira. Reporting for MMU Radio, my name is Justa Katambi.
And uh, finally, the Kenya Tea Development of the Independent National Electoral Commission of the Democratic Republic of Congo stands with his vice president, Inilunga Lembo, and other members of his team as he prepared to be sworn in at the Constitutional Court in Kinshasa the Demo in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Our reporter, Justa Kathambi, has the details. Democratic Republic of Congo's Constitution Court on Tuesday saw in an electoral commission chief whose contested nomination threatens to weaken President Felix's ruling coalition. The country's religious groups who are seen as impartial are supposed to nominate the head of the Independent National Electoral Commission by unanimous vote. But after months of discussion, the eight denominations failed to reach a consensus. And on October 16th, Parliament approved Denis Kadima, an election expert with decades of experience. The appointment of Kadima, who hails from the same province as the president, could strengthen Felix's hand in the next election, but also may undermine perception of the poll's integrity and fracture the ruling Sacred Union coalition. Reporting for MMU, my name is Jusaka Thambi. Justin Moturi has launched an offensive against Deputy President Ruto's UDA party wooing over 500 grassroots agendas agendas rather to defect to the deputy president our reporter justa kathambi has more Muturi has announced Democratic Party as the vehicle for his 2022 presidential bid. He met the agents drawn from all sub-counties and towns in Kiambu and told them to spread the message that Mount Kenya had now launched DP to carry the presidential ambitions of the region with the highest number of votes. He was handed the reins of DP Nyeri on Tuesday by the party top officials. The speaker met the UDA agents at a hotel near Kiambu town where he told them he would unleash an offensive across all Mount Kenya counties to ensure residents are sensitized to support a party that has retained a grassroots presence since 1992. He told them he had received Kibaki's blessings to carry on the legacy he started and to ensure Mount Kenya does not go to a presidential election without a formidable candidate for the first time. Reporting for MMU News, my name is Chusaka Thambi. Disagreement between Musalia Mudavadi and Kalonzo Mosioka has threatened to tear apart the One Kenya Alliance, as our reporter June Kep Kemboi reports. Governor Jackson Mandago has banned the national cohesion. Now it is unthinkable that one Stephen Kalonzo Mosioka will support Raila Molo Dinga for the third time. A very good morning and welcome to MME Radio News at 10. I am Terry Njueni. Interior Cabinet Secretary Fred Matiangi has condemned the disruption of Ruto's Western tour and ordered the arrest of the people involved. Our reporter Justa Kathambi has the details. No one is allowed to disrupt meetings and we cannot allow those types of things to happen. Let us debate freely. You know, you don't need the government's permission to go anywhere in Kenya, as long as you are a Kenyan citizen. Interior Cabinet Secretary Fred Matiangi has directed Busia County Commissioner to crack the whip on the people behind the disruption of Deputy President William Ruto Sua of the Western Region. His sentiments come hours after several vehicles were destroyed on Saturday as a section of youth protested against Ruto Sua of Busia Town. Speaking during the launch of Trinity TV and radio in Old Kalau, Matiangi ordered the arrest and arraignment of the organizers and perpetrators of the violent disruption in the western county. At the end of his speech, he said that five arrests had so far been arrested and that investigations were underway. Reporting for MMU, my name is Justa Kadambi. 
In Machakos County, a man believed to have stabbed his wife before surrendering to police in Adi River is due in court. 28-year-old Andrew Mutiso Musao is suspected to have killed his wife by stabbing her six times after he allegedly found her with another man in their house on Thursday night. According to the DCI, Musao, who faces murder charges, has been missing since the 20th of this month. The wife's body was found in the house two days after she was found missing. Property of unknown value has been destroyed after a fire raised five dormitories in Keferegwe Girls High School in Kerinyaga County. Dear police boss Moses Ivuto said 213 students were affected by the inferno. Wanted Lamu Senator Anwar Loitiptip has surrendered to the police over the shooting of a woman in Nanyuki. The senator who spent the night in police custody will be arraigned in court today. Our reporter Mukeshimana has more. Senator Loitiptip surrendered to the police Sunday evening over an alleged shooting incident in Nanyuki that left a woman nursing gun wounds. Police said he is likely to face, among others, charges of misusing his gun and causing bodily harm on the woman. His gun has also been confiscated and will undergo forensic analysis as part of the probe. Loitiptip is said to have told the police that he was attacked at a joint prompting the shooting. He then vanished after injuring the 32-year-old Joy McKenna on Saturday night. He spent the night in the custody. The senator spent a night in custody in Nanyuki ahead of his arraignment today. Reporting for MMU News, I'm Mukeshimana Martin. And finally, across the border, Sudan's Prime Minister Abdallah Amtok has been put under house arrest following a military coup. Military reports indicate that an identified force besieged the Prime Minister's house early this morning. The military has also arrested several civilian officials, including the Prime Minister's advisors. Fake claims from the National Hospital Insurance Fund, NHIF, will be stripped of their accreditation permanently under changes to the new law aimed at protecting the scheme from fraud. Adjusta Kathambi reports. The stiff penalty for cheats is contained in the National Hospital Insurance Fund Amendment Bill that was passed into law last month and awaits President Uru Kenyatta's signature before it can be enforced. Currently, hospitals caught defrauding the NHIF are fined 500,000 Kenya shillings or suspended from the state-backed insurer for not more than five years. The NHIF has in recent months flagged accredited hospitals countrywide for filing fictitious claims and padding up numbers to increase their payouts. It blacklisted 15 health centers based in Yamira, Homabi and Megori counties for trying to defraud it of 27 million between January and March this year. Persons found using the scheme to settle medical bills face a 1 million fine or a two-year jail term or both. Reporting for MMU Business, my name is Jusaka Thambi. And Cooperative Bank Group Managing Director and CEO Dr. Gideon Marioki has been named Best Bank CEO in Africa. This is African Banking Awards organized by EMEA Finance. June Tepkimoi wraps up the report.
Cooperative Bank Group Managing Director and CEO Dr. Gideon Muruki has been named Best Bank CEO in Africa at this year's African Banking Awards organized by EMEA Finance. The EMEA Finance Awards recognize corporate leaders and financial institutions which, through their clients' focus and sound leadership, continue to increase profitability, deliver affordable credit to the retail and wholesale markets, and support local and transnational corporations do business. This year's awards had a unique perspective in light of the COVID-19 pandemic, for which the Cooperative Bank Group CEO was recognized for implementing key strategies to address challenges facing both businesses and households. Dr. Muruki was recognized for the decision to sustain the payment of dividends to shareholders despite COVID-19, which offered a critical relief and most timely support to the over 15 million member cooperative movement. For MMU Radio Business Desk, I am June Jepkemoy. Well, finally, Kenya Power has begun a lifestyle audit of its staff as it moves to crack down on fraud linked to some rogue employees. Uh, Joseph Kathambi uh, wraps up our bulletin. That the first phase of the exercise will cover the executive team at Kenya Power and later extend to the rest of the firm's more than 10,000 workers. The Ethics and Anti-Corruption Commission is expected to assist with the verifying of wealth held by each of the employees, with the audit set to include the main contractors doing business with the power utility. On Tuesday, Kenya Power Acting Manager Director Rosemary held an online meeting with staff and assured them of fairness in the process that targets weeding out rogue employees involved in financial impropriety. The Kenya Electrical Trades and Allied Workers Union, which represents Kenya Power Workers, confirmed the commencement of the lifestyle audit and urged for impartiality. The ongoing audit is part of the recommendations of a task force appointed by President Uru Kenyatta to look into the oaths that saw the utility firm post a net loss of 2.8 billion Kenya shillings in the financial year. Reporting for MMU Business, my name is Jusaka Thambi. Residents during the recent trial of Dingas 12 Meru County by promising no tax mira, uh, by promising not uh, not to tax mira moving across Mombasa County. Just a Kathambi reports. <laughs> Mombasa Governor Aliasan Joho stole the show during the Orange Democratic Movement leader Raila Odinga Sua of Meru County. In Lare, Joho declared that his administration will no longer tax Mira transporters entering Mombasa County. Mira transporters are charged, says tax, a form of tax charged by county governments on goods when they move across county borders. On the other hand, Raila asserted that if elected, his administration would work on opening up new markets for Mira. Reporting for MMU Radio, my name is Justa Katambi. And uh, finally, the Kenya Tea Development the fire whose cause has not been established started at the southern part of the open-air market opposite the Juakali section and adjacent to Mudurwa Primary School located in Pumwani. Due to the fire, several sheds were reduced to ashes. Some traders and other onlookers who are on the ground attempted to salvage some of the property from the ravaging inferno. Kamukunzi member of parliament Yusuf Hassan, who also broke the news of the inferno, stated that several firefighters arrived at the scene to put off the fire. The government the national county government had not issued an official statement on the cause of the fire and the cost of damage. The flea market is popular with traders who sell second-hand clothes, shoes, bags, among other items. Reporting for MMU, my name is Justa Kadambi.
January 2022. Our reporter Jista Kasambi reports. In his address to the nation on Thursday night, the president said that the move to reopen the economy is due to availability and access to the COVID-19 vaccines. Museveni said that the chiefs and other government officials should make sure that citizens access vaccines in their localities. He said that by December 2021, the country will have acquired 23 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines. He also said that the schools will resume learning in January whether people will go for the doses or not, adding that the moral responsibility will be in their hands. This means that the curfew remains at 7 p.m. to 5:30 a.m. and border border riders should stop movement at 6 p.m. Reporting for MMU News, my name is Justaka Thambi. Shams filters through into the economy. Justaka Thambi has the story. Analysts at Mauritius-based investment bank AXYS said in a note that the market will likely see improved investor sentiment in quarter 4 which will drive price gains. Kenya has been easing its COVID-19 restrictions gradually as infection rates fall, culminating in the removal of the night curfew by President Uhuru Kenyatta on 20th of October after 550 days under the restriction. Safaricom and large bank stocks have already been outperforming the market in the last year, backed by continuing demand from foreign investors who have been keen on their ability to retain value due to good profits and solid fundamentals reporting for MMU business my name is Jusaka Thambi now the Kenya Meat Commission KMC is set to purchase 11000 cows from counties that are drought stricken for carrying and storage under strategic food reserve Junjep Kimoi has the story the Kenya Meat Commission KMC will purchase 11000 cows from drought stricken farmers for canning and storage under the strategic food reserve KMC managing director James Gadaga say the agency has so far purchased 2500 cows from the farmers under the animal take off program as the northern part of the country continues to crumble with a biting drought. KMC will be canning meat after many years, a development that started with the recent renovation of the facility and change in management. Brigadier Kadhaka also said KMC has bought 3200 sheep and goats under the program to save farmers from the effects of droughts that has seen hundreds of livestock succumb to ash weather. For MMU Business Desk, I am June Jepkemoy. And the care All right, it's time for business. Good morning. I'm well. I'm Evans Odhiambo. Now Uhuru Kenyatta has paid a loan defaulters of below 5 million shillings from being listed in the Credit Reference Bureau CRB by ordering the National Treasury and other stakeholders to suspend the listings. Our reporter Justice uh, Justa Kathambi has more on this story. Well for loans less than 5 million effect a moratorium of listings in CRDs for a period of 12 months to the end of September 2022 Kenyans who have defaulted on loans below 5 million Kenya shillings will be spared from being listed with credit reference bureaus which is CRB for one year to September 30th 2022 This after President Uhuru Kenyatta directed the National Treasury in consultation with other stakeholders to suspend listings with the economy yet to fully reemerge from the pandemic The number of loan defaulters listed with CRB hit a high 14 million at the beginning of the year indicating increased distress by Kenyans reporting for MMU my name is Justa Katambi will finally open its doors to patients this week the Nairobi Metropolitan has said as our reporter Justa Katambi has more The 
400 million five-story Korogocho Madare Hospital is expected to reduce the patient load at Mamalusi Hospital, which serves more than 2.1 million people in Eastlands area. NMS Director General Mohamed Badi last week to the Senate Health Committee and it is expected President Uru Kenyatta will commission the hospital this week. A level 5 hospital is a country referral hospital with more than 100 beds capacity and is run by a chief executive officer who must be a doctor by profession. The 350-bed capacity hospital boasts a 24-hour pharmacy, dialysis center, an intensive care unit, burns unit, and surgical theaters. The hospital will offer dialysis, radiology services, tuberculosis management, mortuary and autopsy services, pathology, chemotherapy, and forensic services. Reporting for MMU News, my name is Justa Kathambi. Around but for now, six people, or rather six police, are charged with murder of Kenjo Kama brothers have been freed on a 300,000 cash bail each by a Nairobi court. They have also been forbidden from going to Kenjo Kama in Embu where the murder of the two brothers took place. The six Benson Boothia, Consolata Karuki, Nicholas Cheruyot, Martin Wanyama, Lillian Cheruyot and James Wanekere were charged with two counts of murder each. Previously pleaded not guilty before charge. Daniel Ogembo. The cyber criminals have been put on notice as a committee to protect information systems in the country has been launched. Justa Kikadambe has the report. Interior Cabinet Secretary Fred Matiangi called for investment in the cybersecurity industry to be able to match with other parts of the world and ensure safety. He spoke today at the launch of the National Computer and Cyber Crimes Coordination Committee. The committee was created under the Computer Muses and Cyber Crimes Act 2018. The cyber crime industry, he added, is a 13 billion one. He said cybersecurity is key in driving any economy ahead. He said life has gone digital in many ways, hence need to adopt through preparation. Reporting for MMU News, my name is Justa Kadambi. A very good morning. Welcome to MME Radio Business News. Sam Evans Odiambo. Now, Kenya's official forex reserves dipped by 38.4 billion shillings in October at the back of low remittance inflows and possible dollar sales by the CBK to cushion the shilling. Justa Kathambe has the details on this story. The country's dollar reserves have been declining for the past six weeks, currently standing at $9.175 billion, according to the latest weekly bulletin. The reserves have dropped from $9.521 billion held as of September 24th. The forex reserves are now the equivalent of 5.61 months of import cover, down from 5.82 months at the end of September. Diaspora remittances, which are Kenya's largest source of foreign exchange, declined marginally by 1% in September. Even so, in a similar month last year, total remittances were $260.7 million, meaning Kenyans abroad sent more money this year. Further from the reduced remittances, the forex reserves also shrank on high imported demand, which did not match supply, further weakening the shilling. Porting for MMU Business, my name is Justa Kathambi. And finally, 14 maize flour brands have been deemed unfit for human consumption by the Kenya Bureau of Standards. It is stated that the brands did not comply with the required standards. Immaculate Mukami wraps up the business news. 
Among those flagged included novel maize flour, family, prestige sifted maize, and jibe, just to mention but a few. The Kenya Bureau of Standards did this in a bid to ensure quality and further asked all retailers selling the brands to remove them from their shelves. This move will also ensure that cases of substandard maize flour brands reduce while also serving as a warning to the millers to comply with the set standards. For MME Radio News, I'm Immaculate Mukami. While the some parents in Migori County have been accused of selling off their underage schoolgirls to rich men for sex in exchange of favors and money. Our reporter Justa Kathambi has more. Marriages stakeholders say that in most cases when they try to apprehend the men involved and avert early marriages, the girls tell them their illicit affairs have been blessed by their parents. Child rights activist Sophie Odumo, based in Rongo Town, say they have been receiving complaints from neighbors who feel uncomfortable about school girls having affairs with older men, with some living as husbands and wives. On October 25th, Diana Rose, a human rights activist working in Faraja Women Initiative, say they were forced to call the police to prevent members of the public in Migori town from lynching a 47-year-old who was living with three underage girls. Rose said neighbors at one of the estates in town were disturbed as a suspect was fond of luring girls under 15 years to his house. Reporting for MMU News, my name is Justa Katambi. Political campaigns have led to a stall in parliamentary business as MPs keep sittings to attend the political campaigns. The situation has further forced the leadership to use a hybrid system while also incorporating virtual meetings. Our very own Immaculate Mukami has more details. The parliamentary leadership has been forced to devise a hybrid system, both in person and virtual, in order to ensure that members participate actively in the proceedings by logging into the system. This has been brought about by campaigns for the 2022 general elections, resulting to a delay in parliamentary business as legislators have retreated to their constituencies and counties for campaigns. For MMU Radio News, Ami Makilet Mukami. Managing Director and CEO Rebecca Miano will join global leaders to discuss climate action at the 2021 United Nations Climate Change Conference in Glasgow, United Kingdom. Our reporter Justa Kathambe has more. Acting on an invitation from the UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson, Miano is scheduled to participate in a panel discussion on the second day of the COP26. This will be under the theme Accelerating Clean Technology, Innovation and Deployment. Miano, who is a board member of the Global Compact Network Kenya, will participate in the high-level event as part of the World Leaders Summit, which will kick off the 26th UN Climate Change Conference of the Parties. Other key dignitaries in attendance include head of states and government that include President Uru Kenyatta, United States of America President Joe Biden, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson among other presidents and world leaders in addition to Microsoft billionaire philanthropist Bill Gates. Reporting for MMU News, my name is Jusaka Thambi. I'm Kimadi Linda. Now Telcom Kenya is seeking regulatory orders through Parliament to compel Safaricom to cut the fees it charges on its mobile money service and PESA for cash, tra for cash transfers to rival platforms. Nijeruto has this story. The proposal is among many that have been put forward to the Senate Standing Committee on Information, Communication and Technology by Safaricom's rivals, which argue that the company is dominant and must be reined in to starve off the collapse of competitors. Charges for transferring cash from M-Pesa to customers of rival mobile money platform described as unregistered users can be more than four times higher fee 
among Safaricom's customers. Telcom submitted that the use of different tariffs has served to entrench the dominance of M-Pesa, which has more than 90% share of the mobile money market and left rival platforms like Airtel Money and T-Cash with no chance of catching up. Telcom Kenya said in its submission that Safaricom charges should be uniform for cross-platform money transfers in line with the AM recommendation on both USSD and STK transfers. Reporting for Business News Desk, I am Winnie Geruto. The eco-friendly engine converter Opibus has raised 834.7 million Kenya shillings in equity and grant funding to scale up production of electric motorcycles and buses in Kenya from next year. Justa Katambi has this story. At the same time, Basigo, an e-mobility startup headquartered in Nairobi, yesterday announced its entry into the Kenyan market. The company will provide electric buses, offering a more environmentally sustainable solution that is also cheaper to maintain than current diesel buses. Basigo has already raised 100 million in funding for the venture. Opibus, with Nairobi as its African head office, converts diesel and petrol engines into electric motors, reducing costs and carbon dioxide emissions which are the major contributors of air pollution in urban areas. Reporting for MMU News, my name is Jusaka Dambi. Now the Kenya Medical Supplies of... Radio MMU. Pamoja, tuangamize mambukizi ya korona. Salia numbani, tuangamize korona. Zimetimu sasaba msikilizaji hujambo na karibu katika tarifa zetu za sasa tarifa ambazo zinasomwa kwa konami Ronald Okemwa. Shughuli ya kuwasajili wapiga kura wapya ambayo ilitarajiwa kufika tamati hapo jana sasa itendelea kwa kipindi cha siku saba kufuatia uamuzi wa mahakama ya Eldoret ambayo ilizuia IEBC dhidi ya kukamilisha shughuli hiyo. Tume ya IEBC imesema kwamba itatii uamuzi huo wa jaji Eric Ogola kwamba usajili huo uendelee hadi tarehe tisa mwezi huo. Mahakama hiyo aidha inatarajiwa kutoa mwelekeo katika kesi iliyowasilishwa mbele yake ambayo iliwasilishwa na mwanaharakati Patrick Cherono Troitich ambaye alisema kwamba IEBC haifai kusitisha shughuli hiyo kabla ya kufikia lengo lake. I'm so happy and uh, so that everybody who felt aggrieved by the government's successive elective leaders who are not elected or you didn't like go and register as a voter so that when you complain that you didn't get a good leader it's you who voted don't say i didn't vote hata hivyo mawakili wa IEBC wanatarajiwa kuwasilisha kesi mahakamani ili kupinga uamuzi huo. Miongoni mwa sababu ambazo zimetolewa na IEBC za kuchangia kutongezwa kwa muda huo wa usajili ni pamoja na kutokuwa na fedha za kutosha hali ambayo pia iliathiri shughuli za kuhamasisha wa Kenya katika shughuli ama katika juhudi za usajili wakati shughuli hiyo ikiendelea. Kwa mji 
mujibu wa mwenyekiti wa kamati ya bajeti katika bunge la kitaifa ambaye pia ni mbunge wa Kienikanini Kega ili kuongeza muda huo IEBC inahitaji shilingi milioni tano. Haya yanajiri wakati tume hiyo imekabidhiwa shilingi bilioni sita kabla ya shilingi pili ama badala ya shilingi bilioni tisa ambazo ilikuwa imeomba katika bajeti yake. IEBC inatarajiwa kutoa takwimu za wapiga kura wapya waliosajiliwa leo. At the moment I can tell you as the chairman of budget we don't have those resources to extend YBC not just for the uh, enhanced registration but even for procurement of critical facilities if you say that IBC to extend with a week it means another 500 million shillings unless we are getting it from the judiciary if they want us to get more, more funds from the allocation that we have we have already given them given them we would be comfortable doing that Bunge Onyali Muhammad Ali amepata fweni baada ya mshukiwa wa ugaidi Nurdin Hassan ambaye alikuwa amemwekea dhamana na kisha akatoweka kukamatwa katika eneo la majengo kule Mombasa. John Kipkimoi anaeleza zaidi. Mshukiwa wa ugaidi aliyekuwa akisakwa kwa kukwepa dhamana na kuilazimisha mahakama kutoa ilani ya kukamatwa kwa mbunge wa Nyali Mohamed Ali ametiwa mbaroni. Polisi walisema Nurdin Hassan Abdalla almaarufu kama Kamanda alikamatwa katika eneo la majengo kaunti ya Mombasa. Alitoweka kwa siku kadhaa na hivyo kuilazimisha mahakama kutoa kibali cha kumkamata ali kuhusu dhamana aliyokuwa amemsimamia. Hii ni baada ya Abdalla kushindwa kufika mahakama Oktoba 4 na Novemba moja. Alishtakiwa kwa kosa la kumiliki majarida ya mafunzo ya itikadi kali kabla ya kuachiliwa kwa dhamana Abdalla alikamatwa mwaka wa 2019 eneo la Shimoni kaunti ya Kwale akidaiwa kuwasajili la Shimoni kaunti ya Kwale akidaiwa kuwasajili na kuwaingiza vijana katika kundi la kigaidi la Islamic State na baadaye alifunguliwa mashtaka na kuachiliwa kwa dhamana Junje Kemoi Kurunzi Taifa la Kenya linatarajiwa kuafikia matumizi ya kawi salama kwa asilimia kufikia ama kwa asilimia Uh, kufikia mwaka wa mwana habari wetu Margaret Mwai anaeleza zaidi Kenya inatarajiwa kuafikia matumizi ya kawi ya usalama kwa asilimia moja kufikia mwaka wa 2030 akizungumza katika mkutano wa mazingira ya COP26 unaoendelea nchini Glasgow, Scotland, Rais Uhuru Kenyatta amesema Kenya imeafikia kati ya asilimia tatu hadi tisini matumizi ya kawi ya usalama mbalimbali. Ametumia fursa hii kuorodhesha hatua ambazo Kenya imepiga katika kuwaunganisha wakenya na umeme akisema kiwango ambacho kimesaidia kutoka asilimia thelathini hadi sabini katika kipindi cha miaka tisa iliyopita Aidha Rais Uhuru Kenyatta ameliambia shirika la habari la BBC kwamba swala la mazingira limeorodheshwa katika mtaala mpya. Sisi ndipo tumeanza kubadilisha curriculum yetu kwetu nyumani. Ile CBC ambaye tunaintroduce, ile new curriculum ambaye tumelete sasa na ambaye sasa tunaendelea tukibadilisha ile ya zamani tukileta hii mpya inahimiza mambo haya. Inahimiza kufundisha watoto wetu juu ya mazingira. Ndio tuwapatie uwezo wa kujikinga na jambo hili siku za usoni. Kwa meza ya kurunzi jina langu ni Margaret Mwai. Tukisonga mbele kutokana na ukame ambao unaendelea kushuhudiwa katika sehemu mbalimbali nchini sasa huenda janga la Elanjali karejelea tena na kuadhiri maisha ya wakenya kufikia mwaka ujao. Mwana habari wetu Mkeshimana Martin anaarifu zaidi. 
Ukame huenda ukongezeka na kuzidisha uhaba wa chakula hadi mwaka 2022 kulingana na ripoti ya Onyo la Mapema. Mtandao wa mfumo wa tahadhari ya mapema ya njaa umesema ukame wa miaka mingi huenda ukatokea tena mwaka 2021 na mwaka 2022. Hii itapelekea ukosefu wa chakula na mapato huku kukiwa na hatari ya kuharibika kwa mazao na vifo vingi vya mifugo. Mwanzoni mwa Septemba, nchi ilitangaza hali ya maafa juu ya hali mbaya ya ukame. Msemaji wa serikali, Kanze Dina Mararo, alisema katika taarifa rasmi kwamba Serikali itasaidia kaya zilizoathirika ikiwa ni pamoja na maji na usambazaji wa chakula cha msada pamoja na mifugo. Kwa meza habari jina langu Mkeshimana Martin. Tukisonga mbele aliyekuwa waziri wa kilimo Mwange Kionjori sasa anawataka viongozi waliochaguliwa kutoka ukanda wa Mlima Kenya kutia saini mikataba yao kabla ya uchaguzi wa wanayaji mbalimbali wa kiti cha urais katika uchaguzi mkuu ujao. Justa Kadambi na taarifa zaidi. Kwa mujibu wa bwana Kiunjuri mikataba hiyo itatoa ufafanuzi jinsi ambavyo watanufaika serikalini iwapo mwaniaji wanayempigia debe atafanikiwa kushinda kiti cha urais. Kiongozi huyo wa The Service Party alisema kuwa bila mikataba hiyo huenda eneo la mlima Kenya linalojivunia wapiga kura wengi likaachwa nje ya serikali ijayo baada ya rais Uhuru Kenyatta kustaafu mwaka wa 2022. Hasa alisisitiza kuwa mwaniaji atakayeungwa mkono na wakazi wa mlimani lazima ahidi kuwa atatenga mgao zaidi ya fedha kwa kaunti zote za eneo hilo. Bwana Kinjuri alisisitiza kura ya maamuzi lazima ifanyike siku ya moja baada ya uchaguzi ujao na kiongozi atakayeshabikiwa lazima atimize hilo kama njia kuongezea mlima Kenya maeneo bunge zaidi pamoja na rasilimali nyinginezo zinazohitajika. Nikiripotia kurunzi MMU jina langu ni Justa Kadhambi. Hizi ni habari zetu za sasa kutoka chumba chetu cha habari. Kamishna wa kaunti ya Mombasa Gilbert Kitio amefutilia mbali madai ya kufichuliwa kwa stakabadhi kutoka kwa ofisi ambazo zinahusu mashambulio ya kigaidi ambayo yanadaiwa kupangwa. Stakabadhi hiyo ambayo imeenea katika mitandao ya kijamii nasema kwamba kaunti ya Mombasa ilikuwa kwenye hatari kubwa ya kushambuliwa. Hati hiyo ya tarehe 29 Oktoba mwaka huu inasema kwamba eneo la pwani kwa naongezeko la watu ambao wamerejea kutoka kwa kundi la kigaidi la Al-Shabab na lile la ISIS wengi wao wakipanga kutekeleza mashambulio kati ya mwezi huu wa Novemba na Desemba. Hata hivyo Kitio amesema kwamba hati hiyo ni bandia na kwamba hamuna lolote la kutiliwa mashaka wala kuhofiwa akisema kwamba barua hiyo ni gushi na hivyo hapana haja ya wakazi kuwa na hofu. Na msikilizaji kutamatisha taarifa hizi ni kwa ripoti yake Atieno Otieno kutoka taifa jirani la Ethiopia. Waziri mkuu wa Ethiopia Abi Mohamed amewataka raia wa nchi hiyo kuongeza juhudi za kukabiliana na vikosi vya Tigray huku wimbi jipya la kuwakamata watu wa kabila la Tigrinya likishuhudiwa. Operesheni hiyo ya kuwakamata watu hao inatokana na mapigano yanayoongezeka ambapo wanajeshi wa Tigray wamepiga hatua kuelekea upande wa kusini. Abi pia amevikosoa vikosi vya kigeni ambavyo hajavitaja kwa kuwaunga mkono wapiganaji wa chama cha ukombozi wa watu wa Tigray au TPLF walochukua udhibiti wa miji miwili ya Des- 
kesi na kombacha katika jimbo jirani la Amhara. Abe amesema kwamba vikosi vya kigeni vimeongezeka kwa kasi katika mapigano na amevitaka vikosi vya serikali kupambana navyo. Kwa meza ya kurunzi jina langu ni Ateno Oteno. Na msikilizaji kabla tuondoke hapa kwa meza ya korunzi mwanahabari wetu Linda Kimadi amefika na taarifa hii kwamba balozi wa Uingereza nchini Jane Marriott anatarajiwa kuzuru kaunti ya Laikipia leo hii ambapo pana makao ya wanajeshi wa taifa hilo. Ni ziara ambayo inajiri wakati serikali ya Uingereza imeendelea kushinikizwa kumchukulia hatua mwanajeshi wa Uingereza ambaye alikiri kumua mwanamke mwenye umri wa miaka moja kwa jina Agnes Wanjiru miaka tisa iliyopita. Inahafikiwa kuwa Mario tataandamana na waziri wa ulinzi Eugene Wamalo huku simamizi wa kaunti hiyo ukisisitiza kuwa wataendelea kushinikiza haki kutendeka. Hapo jana waziri wa Malwa alifika mbele ya kamati ya bunge ya ulinzi na mashauri ya nchi za kigeni akiitetea serikali dhidi ya tetezi kuwa haijachukulia swala hilo kwa uzito. There is no such cover-up. Probably there might have been a delay and that we must own up so we have the necessary legal and institutional framework to deal with this matter because of that agreement. Mwili wa Agnes Wanjiru ulipatikana ndani ya tanki la majitaka mwaka wa mbili huku taarifa zikiipuka kuwa alikuwa ameuliwa na mwanajeshi mmoja wa Uingereza ambaye alikuwa katika eneo la Nanyuki kaunti ya Laikipia. Kutokana na kisa hicho, mahakama ya Nanyuki mwishoni mwa mwezi huu inatarajiwa kutoa uamuzi wa iwapo wanajeshi wa Uingereza wanaweza kuhukumiwa na mahakama ya umu nchini aula nikiripotia meza ya kurunzi langu jina ni kimadhi linda dakika 12 baada ya saa 7 uwe na adhuri njema naitwa ronald okemwa Kenyan traders importing goods from the Middle East and Africa now have a new platform for sourcing goods and logistics. The new e-commerce platform will ease Kenya's import trade just a katambi with the details. The wholesale e-commerce platform dubai.com is an online marketplace that helps businesses access global markets. With eight existing terminals on the African continent, the platform developed by trade enabler DP World is expected to create a strategic trading gateway into East Africa. Ministry of Trade Chief Administrative Officer David Osian said such strategic partnerships are catalysts for the country's industrialization policy and are in line with the Kenya's vision 2030. Deals. The Kenya's National Chamber of Commerce and Industry said Dubai's.com's opening in the country is a testament to a conducive investment climate in Kenya. Reporting from MU Business, my name is Justa Katambi. Senator wa Nairobi Johnson Sakaja ambaye ameelekeza ama ambaye ameelekeza macho katika kiti cha ugavana kaunti ya Nairobi katika uchaguzi mkuu ujao sasa amewataka wakazi wa Nairobi kutomchagua iwapo amekosa kutekeleza ahadi alizotoa kwao. Mwana habari wetu Justa Kadambi anaeleza zaidi. 
Akizungumza Jumanne Sakaja alisema wakazi wa jiji wanapaswa kumhukumu kwa kile atachokuwa amefanya katika miaka mitano. Sakaja ni mmoja wa gombeaji watatu ambao wametangaza hadharani nia yao ya kuwania ugavana wa Nairobi. Anatazamiwa kutuana vikali na mbunge wa Westlands timu wa nyonyi ambaye atachuana kwa tikiti ya ODM na aliyekuwa mbunge wa Sarehe Magret Wanjiru ambaye amekuwa kiandama UDA ya Naib Rais William Ruto. Wagombea wengine wanatarajiwa kutangaza ni zao huku msimu wa kisiasa ukiendelea nikiripotia kurunzi MMU jina langu ni Justa Kadhambi and University Education and Research Principal Secretary Simon Nabukwesi has asked education stakeholders to front implementation of digital education as Justa Kadhambi reports Nabukwesi was speaking when he officially closed a three-day workshop on teachers training attended by 60 participants at the University of Nairobi today. He asked the participants to transfer the knowledge they have gained through training other teachers. He said the training comes at an ideal time when institutions of higher learning have embraced online learning. Nabukwesi commended the trainers from the University of Helsinki, noting that education in Finland is ranked among the leading in performance worldwide. Reporting for MMU News, my name is Justa Katambi. Elsewhere, Senate Committee has summoned the sports serious Amina Mohamed for failing to appear before the panel on Tuesday and instead sent a letter to the Speaker to postpone it. Justin Kethambi with the details. The cabinet secretary has been invited to appear before the Lebanese Social Welfare Committee on Thursday to explain the decision to order for an audit of FKF accounts. However, Amina failed to show up. Instead, she sent a letter to Speaker Kenneth Lusaka on Tuesday, seeking postponement of the meeting by seven days. In her letter, the cabinet secretary said she was scheduled to receive the FKF inspection report on Thursday, thus needed time to scrutinize and understand the contents of the report before she appears before the panel. The letter and the cabinet secretary is no short triggered bitter reaction from the members of the committee chaired by Nairobi Senator Johnson Sakaja they accused the cabinet secretary treating the committee and parliament in general with contempt reporting for MMU news my name is Justa Kadambi Republic of Congo have lifted a ban on a song that had criticized the president Felix Tshisekedi as our reporter Justa Kadambi reports The ban was announced by the censorship commission and then lifted on Wednesday after the justice minister intervened. The group behind the music NPR also said it had requested for the ban to be lifted. The ban had been seen as dictatorial and was widely criticized. Media houses have now been allowed to broadcast the song Nenitosali, what didn't we do in the Lingala language? The song compares what Mr. Felix promised when he was in the opposition with what he has so far achieved as president. Reporting from MMU News, my name is Justa Now borrowers defaulting on loans less than 5 million shillings will not be blacklisted at the credit reference bureau CRB while those already blacklisted will be dropped in a bid to cushion businesses recovering from COVID-19 hardships. Just a Kathambi with the report. This is after the Central Bank of Kenya moved to implement President Uhuru Kenyatta's order on suspending the listings. President Kenyatta announced last month the suspension of CRB listing for loans that were defaulted from last October with the relief from blacklisting set to last to September next year with a view of cushioning borrowers hit hard by COVID-19 economic shocks. The ratio of non-performing loans to total loans in the banking sector stood at 14% in June, down from 14.6% at the end of March highlighting the economic recovery for households and businesses reporting from MU Business my name is Justa Katambi 
Former Kakamega Senator Bonnie Halwale now says the chaos that characterized Deputy President's Wednesday visit to Kondele, Kisumu County, were orchestrated by employees of Kisumu County Government. Justa Kadambi has the report. The Halwale claimed that the violence was well choreographed and the police were in full knowledge of the incident. The former senator went ahead to dismiss the National Police Service's reactions to the incident, terming them as incompetent. Halwale further called out ODM leader Raila Odinga for his silence on the matter, saying he should have come out to condemn the chaos. Following Wednesday's chaos at the deputy president rally, which saw his convoy stoned, the National Police Service issued a statement saying the violence was due to a clash between two groups on sharing of cash and outs. The deputy president President Camp, however, refuted NPS's claims, accusing the police of negligence. Reporting for MMU News, my name is Jusaka Thambi. Completed drilling the deepest geothermal well in Ethiopia, reaching a depth of 3,000 meters, surpassing a target of 2,750 meters. Kadambi reports. This marks the second of eight Geothermal Wells Kenjin has been contracted to drill for the state-owned electricity producer, Ethiopia Electric Power Company, which was delivered successfully amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Kenjin team is optimistic that the project, which is part of the company's diversification strategy, once completed, will help catalyze economic development in the Horn of Africa through the provision of renewable energy, while at the same time increasing access to electricity. According to Kenjin's finance and ICT Director John Mudeni, then as he listed farmers in significant growth in its revenues attributed to income from the project in Ethiopia. Reporting for MMU News, my name is Justa Katambi. Uh, thank you, Sally, for the report. And now, t- students, parents, and teachers are drive in primary school in Rarak and can now suggest after their well wishes came to their aid by clearing the drainage that caused flooding the school. Justa Kadombe reports. The school had been plagued by frequent flooding due to the blocking of their sewage system that caused the school to become a health hazard. Boaz Kimemi, a grade 2 parent at the school, said that for months the students experienced a hard time trying to enter the school. The older children helped carry others across the sewage. The head teacher approached Huduma Africa Rural Empowerment Program to help them with the situation. Mabelo Galo, Harep's program director, enlisted the help of the Serbian embassy who provided funding for the project. The Serbian embassy in partnership with Mozart Betts fixed the drainage problem in addition to doing further renovations to the school. Reporting for MMU News, my name is Justa Katambi. Well, the Deputy President William Ruto today starts his three-day tour. To- Walipakodi wamepoteza takriban shilingi bilioni moja katika malipo ya wango wa usambazaji bidhaa ambao walishindwa kusambaza bidhaa na huduma kwa idara ya magereza. Justa Kadambi anatueleza. Kamati ya hesabu za serikali PSC ilisikia kwa idara hiyo ililipa 555.7 milioni kwa wasambazaji kadhaa ambao hati zao za malipo katika vituo hivyo zilifichua kasoro mbalimbali kiwamo kushindwa kusambaza bidhaa. Idara hiyo pia ililipa zaidi ya milioni 419 kwa wasambazaji waliopeleka bidhaa na huduma mbalimbali katika vituo vya magereza kote nchini. Bizeinab Hussein Katibu Mkuu wa Huduma za Urekebishaji aliambia PSC kwamba malipo hayo yasiyo ya kawaida yalikuwa sehemu ya bili ambazo hazijakamilika kufikia mwisho wa Juni mwaka wa 2018 nikiripotia meza ya biashara jina langu ni Justa Kadambi Ministry of Agriculture has recommended a waiver duty of yellow maize 
to allow the importation by processors as an intervention to lower the cost of feeds as directed by President Uhuru Kenyatta. Justa Katambi has this story. Waiver of duty on yellow maize is one of the three measures that the ministry has forwarded to the National Treasury in line with the order from President Uhuru Kenyatta. The measures also include removal of import duty on other raw materials like sunflower and cotton seed cakes and leasing of government land for local production of the two products. The high cost of feeds has seen farmers cut down on feeds as they seek to avoid high expenses involved in acquiring them with over 30 processors shut down. President Uru Kenyatta had on October 20th directed the two ministries to come up with intervention measures within seven days to address high costs of feeds that are now at a historic high. Reporting for MMU Business, my name is Justa Kadambi. The Kenya Association of Manufacturers has forged a strategic partnership with Postal Corporation of Kenya to tap into e-commerce business and intra-regional trade for its members. June Jepkemboi has this story. Speaking during the signing of the agreement, Phyllis Wakiaga, the CEO of Kamsi Post, has made aliyekuwa seneta wa Kakamega Daktari Boni Haloale amesema kwamba machafuko hayo yalipangwa na wafanyakazi wa kaunti ya Kisumu. Justa Kadambi anaeleza zaidi. Akizungumza alhamisi asubuhi, Haloale alidai kwamba vurugu hizo zilipangwa vyema na kwamba polisi walikuwa na ufahamu kamili wa tukio hilo. Seneta huyo wa zamani alienda kutupilia mbali maoni ya huduma ya kitaifa ya polisi kwa kisa hicho akitaja kama uzembe. Haidha Haloale amemtaka kiongozi wa ODM Raila Odinga kwa ukimia wake kuhusu swala hilo akisema alifaa kujitokeza kukashifu machafuko hayo. Kufuatia machafuko ya Jumatano katika mkutano wa DP ulishuhudia msafara wake ukipigwa mawe huduma ya kitaifa ya polisi NPS ilitoa taarifa ikisema ghasia hizo zilitokana na mzozo kati ya vikundi viwili vya kugawana pesa taslim nikiripotia meza ya kurunzi jina langu ni Justa Kadambi The clergyman said tough disciplinary actions against students violating institutional rules and regulations is the only way to restore sanity in schools and maintain discipline among students. The Federation of Evangelical and Indigenous Christian Churches of Kenya want that sending students home without addressing the root cause of unrest will not solve the matter. The violence has seen dormitories torched and school properties damaged. The cleric spoke during a prayer meeting and a fundraiser for construction of a modern church at Glory Outreach Assembly in Kahawa Wendani, Ruiru Sub-County. Reporting for MMU News, my name is Justa Kadambi. Elsewhere, Deputy President William Ruto will kick off his... Now, the United Democratic Alliance Secretary General Veronica Miner has said cabinet secretaries and state officers have a right to campaign for their candidates. They should, however, not be part of the election management committee, as Justa Kadambi tells us. Miner urged state officials to stop micromanaging the Independent Election Boundaries Commission and allow it to conduct its affairs independently. Cabinet secretaries Fred Matiangi, Joe Mushero, Peter Munya and Mutahi Kagwe have been criticized for their political statements, which you DA politicians say compromises their positions after attending meetings or appear to endorse former Prime Minister Raila Odinga for the presidency in 2022. The Independent Electoral Boundaries Commission has already warned against state and public officers' involvement in politics, saying it may compromise the credibility of the election set for August 2022. Maina spoke during a UDA aspirants forum in Kare, Nairobi County, attended by Deputy President William Ruto. Reporting for MMU News, my name is Justa Kadambi. Now a lobby group campaign for safer alternatives has faulted the KRA, the Kenya Revenue Authority, for increasing tax on nicotine alternatives to cigarettes. Justa Katambi has this story. 
In a statement today, Chairman Joseph Magero said the move is a blow to about 2.5 million smokers in Kenya who have been struggling to quit. Kasa said Kenya has some of the highest taxes for vaping products in the world and the 4.97% inflation increase on vapes and nicotine pouches will put them even further out of reach of adult smokers. Magero added that evidence-based global research by groups such as the Royal College of Physicians and Cochrane Library shows that alternative nicotine products are about 95% less harmful compared to cigarettes and are effective at helping smokers quit. Reporting for MMU Business, my name is Jusa Kadambi. Ya wagizaji bidhaa kutoka Uganda imeshuka kwa asilimia shilingi kwa asilimia 34 katika muda wa miezi minane hadi Agosti huku vita vya kibiashara kati ya nchi ya Kenya na Uganda zikiadhiri mtiririko wa bidhaa. Justa Kadambi anatueleza kialifu. Takwimu za biashara kutoka benki kuu zinaonyesha kuwa wagizaji kutoka kwa jirani wa Kenya usio na bandari ulishuka kutoka rekodi ya juu ya bilioni tatu mwezi wa Februari hadi bilioni mbili katika kipindi cha ukaguzi na kupungua kwa miezi saba. Nchi hizo mbili zimekuwa na mizozo ya kibiashara ambayo sasa inakaribia mwaka wa pili baada ya Nairobi kupiga marufuku bidhaa kama vile maziwa na kuku kutoka Uganda. Ujumbe wa Kenya unapanga kuzuru Uganda mwezi huu ili kutatua mkwamo katika masuala Saidi Stanley kwa taarifa tamtina Saidi. Tukisonga mbele ni kwamba shirikisho la kimataifa la magari FIA limeipatia lime Kenya kibali cha nyota mbili ya mazingira kulingana na maelezo ya ukaguzi kutoka kwa WRC Safari Rally mwaka moja Mwanahabari wetu wa michezo Justa Kadambi amefuatilia taarifa hiyo kwa kina. Uongozi mkuu wa FIA pia ulipongeza Kenya katika pendekezo lao la mwisho kwa hafla ya mwaka ujao. Walikuwa Graham Stoker na Ibrahim FIA, Felipe Calderon rais wa tume ya mazingira na uendelevu ya FIA na Gary Connelly AM mjumbe wa mazingira wa FIA. Walimshauri afisa wa WRC Safari Environment timu iliyoongozwa na Paris Njoroge kulenga uidhinishaji wa uidhinishaji wa mazingira wa nyota tatu mwaka ujao. Wiga aliongeza kuwa mpango wa Kenya wa kualika wanahabari wiki moja baada ya safari ili kudhibitisha kwa kujitegemea ikiwa kulikuwa na nyimbo za uchafuzi wa udongo katika maeneo ya kawaida ya vivuko vya mito na hatari nyingine za kimazingira nionyesho la wazi la usimamizi wa sera ya mlango wazi nikiripotia meza ya michezo jina langu ni Justa Kadambi inayojiri ni kuwa serikali imerejesha bei ya maji iliku imerejesha bei ya maji ili kuru samahani serikali imerejesha bei ya maji ili kurahisisha ulipaji wa bili za maji na watumizi hata hivyo waziri wa maji Cecilia Karyoki amesema bei hii imeshushwa kutoka shilingi tano hadi shilingi moja. Tukianza ni kuwa kampuni kubwa zaidi ya mawasiliano humo nchini Safaricom inatarajiwa kujinasua kutokana na kudidimia kwa faida zake za mwaka huu kutokana na kuadhirika vikali na janga la corona. Wanahabari wetu Justa Kadambi anatuarifu. Kampuni hiyo ili ripoti kushu-
kushuka kwa asilimia sita ya mapato halisi huku wateja wakibadilisha bajeti ya mawasiliano kwa mahitaji ya kimsingi na kuumiza sauti ya kampuni na mapato ya ujumbe mapato ya mpesa pia yalishuka kutokana na uhamishaji wa pesa kwa simu bila malipo elfu moja na chini seri iliyowekwa na benki kuu ya Kenya kuhimiza miamala isiyo na pesa kama njia kudhibiti covid 19 kampuni ya mawasiliano ya simu itatangaza matokeo ya nusu mwaka kesho huku bidhaa yake ya ziada fuliza mpesa na interneti kitarajiwa kuongeza mapato yake nikiripotia meza ya biashara jina langu ni Justa Kathambi As earlier the traders received a blow after the Nairobi Metropolitan Services was granted permission by the court to evict a section of the Mitumba sellers to pave way for the expansion of Pumwani Majengo Health Center. The section of the market that has been banned was the Mitumba section where most traders usually keep their commodities that is bill in the market. Traders who arrived at the market were late as there was too little left to save with only burnt iron sheets left behind. The Nairobi Fire Brigade arrived at the scene but the fire had spread due to the wooden stands used by the traders as shelters and stands to support their commodities reporting for MMU news my name is Jusa Katambi the jubilee party is set to hold a region appears to be lagging as budding female politicians from other regions plot to clinch their elective seats in the 2022 general elections our reporter Justa Katambi tells us more Besides Prof Julia Ojiambo the first woman to be elected MP in Western in 1974 and Prof Christine Mango who served as Butula MP between 2002 and 2017 a few women have dared walk that path former MP Mary Emase also from Busia County won Teso South parliamentary seat in 2012 to become the third elected female politician to have achieved that feat according to nominated senator Naomi Shiyonga women out to up their game and compete for different elective seats next year Mishionga also cited ignorance among women and fear of violence as factors that have eclipsed female politicians in the past reporting for MMU news my name is Justa Kathambi We beg your pardon for that. Well, moving on, three children have died in a fire in Ngecha village Limuru, Limuru Kiambu County after the house burned down. Let's get this from our very own Winnie Jeruto. The three children Brandon Kiriro 5 years old, Donel Kinuthia 2.5 years and 10 month old Nelan Wanjiru had been left by their mother who was hawking eggs and boiled meals in the nearby Ngecha shopping center. The neighbors called police from the nearby Ngecha police station and Tigoni police station who arrived and took the three bodies to Gashie level 5 hospital mortuary awaiting postmortem. The children's mother Lucy Wambui 32 years old was also called to the scene. According to the neighbors Wambui arrived and broke down upon seeing what her house and children had been reduced to. Kamau added that upon checking on the children they confirmed that they were dead as none was breathing. Shadrach Njunge a border border operator who was ferrying a customer said that he dropped his customer and went to help but the smoke made it difficult. Kamau added that he fetched an axe and broke the door but by then the inferno was spreading to other houses including his. For MMU Radio News, I am Winnie Jeruto. Thank you Winnie Jeruto for that. Well, elsewhere police are offering 50 million shillings to anyone who volunteers information leading to the arrest of five terror suspects. Salim Rashid, Trevor Ndwiga, Mohamed Abubakar, Elgiva Buire and Barigi Abdi Abdi Dakir. Our reporter Justa Katambi has more on this.
The five are suspected to be planning an attack in Kenya. Also known as Chotara aka Turkey, was out on bond over terrorism charges and is suspected to have joined Islamic. He hails from Mombasa County and was previously linked to various criminal activities in Mombasa and parts of the south coast. Salim is reported to be planning to sneak back into the country to carry out attacks. The National Police Service informs the public that Salim is armed and dangerous and appeals for any information regarding his whereabouts. Reporting for News. My name is Justa Katambi. Moving on is that the five German players have been asked to quarantine after one of them tested positive for COVID-19 ahead of the week's World Cup qualifiers game. Justa Katambi has more. The DFB did not name the player but said he was fully vaccinated and showing no symptoms. The four other players who tested negative but were identified as close contacts have also been placed in isolation. Last month, Germany became the first team to qualify for the 2022 World Cup in Qatar by crushing North Macedonia 4-0 away to secure top spot in Group J with two games to spare. They host Liechtenstein on Thursday before traveling to Armenia for their last qualifier on Sunday. They lead the group with 21 points from eight games eight points ahead of second place Romania. Reporting for MMU Sports, my name is Justa Katambi. Firstly, to the practice of female genital mutilation, FGM are increasingly finding new ways of secretly performing the cut on girls. Justa Katambi finds out on this unfolding scenario. Tabitha Uya, head of the Prosecutor's Training Institute at the Office of the Director of Public Prosecutions, said that these new tactics are causing a strain in the fight to end FGM. She was speaking during a high-level national consultative meeting to reflect on the gains made in the fight against FGM on Wednesday at the Villa Rosa Kempinski, organized by the Federation of Women Lawyers in Kenya and the United Nations Population Fund Kenya. Uya said that parents conspire with doctors at birth to cut baby girls using fingernails as well as taking young girls to get cut at clinics during school holidays so as not be detected by the authorities. Reporting from MMU News, my name is Justa Katambi. Urgent support to help 2.5 million people currently in need of food aid between now and December, as our reporter Justa Kathambi reports. Public Service Gender and Special Program CS Margaret Kobia said the National Treasury is in the process of releasing another 1.2 billion Kenya shillings for food distribution in the month of November to 23 ASAL counties affected by drought. She spoke during a media briefing on the drought situation after holding a consultative meeting with development partners in the ASAL sector working group in Kenya. She said in December there will be no food distribution to the affected areas, but instead the government will give cash of 3,000 Kenya shillings per household per month. The CS said currently eight counties are in a lamb drought phase. This include Garissa, Isiolo, Lamu, Mandera, Maltsabit, Tanariva, Trukana, and Wajia, where the outlook for the 20 21 short trains is worrying. Reporting for MMU News, my name is Justa Katambi. Kenyans from digital money lenders who have continued improvising, impro, improvising rather Kenyans by imposing uh, draconian rates. Let's get this from very own uh, Justa Katambi. In a statement earlier today, Kotu Secretary General Francis Atuoli said many Kenyans have sent countless petitions on the exploitation being meted against them by digital microfinance institutions. Atuoli said the digital lenders have continued impoverishing Kenyans by imposing draconian interest rates. Atuoli said the money lenders should be helping the point small businesses grow, not stealing from them. In October, a new survey indicated that an average of 6 out of 10 Kenyans have borrowed money from a digital lending platform 
with men outnumbering women. Reporting for MMU News, my name is Jusa Kadambi. There are Kenya Alliance scheduled campaigns in Western and Rift Valley this weekend amid discourse that has rocked the rift. Justa Katambi has more. The One Kenya Alliance bosses met with the technical team and crafted the campaign schedule. Sources within the alliance disclosed that the meeting discussed the alleged disquiet and suspicion among member parties. ANC leader Musaile Mudavadi's allies had threatened to chart their own path if the partners do not announce a presidential flag bearer by December 25th. The infighting is said to have led to Mudavadi skipping last Sunday's rally in Kajado that was attended by other principals Moses Wetangula Ford Kenya, Gideon Moy, Kanu and Kalonzo Musioka. Wiper. Instead, Mudavadi attended a church service on Gong Road where he told journalists he skipped the event because of ill health. Reporting for MMU News, my name is Justaka Thambi. Lewis Hamilton ameshinda mbio za Brazil Grand Prix katika mojawapo ya mbio zake bora za muda wote kutoka nafasi ya kumi kwenye grid ya taifa. Mwanahabari wetu Justa Kadambi ameangazia zaidi. Hamilton alilazimika kushinda mlima wa dhiki na ushindi wake wa kwanza tangu Rusi ambayo ilikata alama sita kutoka kwa faida ya Verstappen na kumwacha akiwachwa na alama 14 huku mbio tatu za msimu zikisalia. Hamilton alikuwa mlengo wa kupata pointi kwa kipindi cha kasi zaidi hadi Red Bull ilipomchukua Sergio Perez kwa ajili ya kubadilisha matairi kwenye gari lake hatua ambayo ilizaa matunda. Bote zalifanikiwa kumshikilia Verstappen akianza pamoja naye kwenye safu ya pili kwenye bendi ya kwanza lakini dereva wa Red Bull alichukua uongozi muda mfupi baadaye. Nikiripotia meza ya michezo jina langu ni Justa Katham. Mombasa imeshuka kwa mara ya tano mfululizo huku bei ya chini iliyowekwa na serikali kushughulikia mapato ya chini kutoka kwa bidhaa hiyo ikikosa kukamilika Justa Kadhambi anatuarifu Chama cha wafanyabiashara wa Chai Afrika Mashariki kilisema bei inashuka hadi shilingi 246 katika biashara ya wiki jana kutoka shilingi 250 katika mauzo ya awali. Bei hiyo ilikuwa imepanda kwa miezi miwili baada ya kuanzishwa kwa bei ya chini ambayo wanunuzi walipaswa kulipia chai ya shirika la maendeleo ya chai la Kenya ikifikia kilele cha miaka mitano cha shilingi 256 kabla ya kuanza kupunguzwa tena katika wiki tano lizopita kushuka kwa bei ya chai kunaweza kuwa habari mbaya kwa wakulima ambao bado hawajapata nafuu kutokana na bonasi ya chini waliopata mwaka huu kwa mujibu wa kurugenzi ya chai kushuka kwa bei hiyo kumesababishwa na ongezeko la bidhaa katika soko la kimataifa nikiripotia meza ya biashara jina langu ni Justa Kathambi Mombasa imeshuka kwa mara ya tano mfululizo huku bei ya chini iliyowekwa na serikali kushughulikia mapato ya chini kutoka kwa bidhaa hiyo ikikosa kukamilika Justa Kadhambi anatuarifu Chama cha wafanyabiashara wa Chai Afrika Mashariki kilisema bei inashuka hadi shilingi 246 katika biashara ya wiki jana kutoka shilingi 250 katika mauzo ya awali. Bei hiyo ilikuwa imepanda kwa miezi miwili baada ya kuanzishwa kwa bei ya chini ambayo wanunuzi walipaswa kulipia chai ya shirika la maendeleo ya chai la Kenya ikifikia kilele cha miaka mitano cha shilingi 256 kabla ya kuanza kupunguzwa tena katika wiki tano zilizopita. Kushuka kwa bei ya chai kunaweza kuwa habari mbaya kwa wakulima ambao bado hawajapata nafuu kutokana na bonasi ya chini waliopata mwaka huu. Kwa mujibu wa kurugenzi ya chai kushuka kwa bei hiyo kumesababishwa na ongezeko la bidhaa katika soko la kimataifa. Nikiripotia meza ya biashara jina langu ni Justa Kathambi. 
The world has been watching as global leaders convened a uh, COP26 this week with people demanding Asia over words as the static reality of the climate crisis threatens the future existence of the planet. Justaka Thambi has more. Protecting the world's vast ocean and its precious biodiversity from the harmful impacts of climate change and human activity sits high on the agenda. Each year, more than 8 million metric tons of plastic end up in oceans, wreaking havoc on marine wildlife, fisheries and tourism. Rwanda was the first country in the ESC to implement a ban on plastic bags and SUPs acting as a catalyst for the region. Kenya implemented one of the world's toughest plastic bag bans. In 2016, Tanzania followed suit with a plastic big ban in 2019. But while positive legislative steps have been taken across ESC to address SUPs, there are both complexities around the application of policy frameworks as well as inconsistent enforcement of the bans across member states. Reporting from MU News, my name is Jusaka Thambi. National Congress leader Musalia Mudavadi has called on all leaders seeking various political seats in 2022 general election to conduct issue-based campaign rather than engage in continuous political rhetoric. Our reporter Justa Kathambi has more. Mudavadi said most leaders were just engaged in rhetoric instead of offering solutions to challenges facing the people. The ANC leader was accompanied by Lugari MP Ayub Savula and Treasury and Planning Cabinet Administrative Secretary Eric Wafuho as emphasized the need to have leaders who will serve the people and all leaders who will put individual interests ahead of their collective responsibilities that will see every Kenyan live a decent life and can put food on the table. He has said that if Kenyans elect him as their fifth president in the August 2022 elections, he will make sure that all children access quality education and every family is secured wherever it lives. Reporting from MU News, my name is Justa Katambi. And five Ugandan soldiers serving with African Union troops in Somalia have been found guilty of killing seven civilians. And as Immaculate Mukami reports, two of the soldiers have been sentenced to death, with the other three facing 39 years in jail. Two Ugandan soldiers have been sentenced to death for causing the death of civilians in Somalia. They are accused of the killings during a fight between Amisom forces and Al-Shabaab militants in the Lower Shabelle region on August 10, 2021. In their defense, the Amisom said its forces were dislodging an impending Al-Shabaab ambush. Two of the soldiers have been sentenced to death, while three others have been given 39-year prison sentences. Relatives and eyewitnesses accused the Amisom soldiers of placing the body of some of the victims in remotely controlled mines before they were detonated. The court martial ruling by Uganda comes a month after the African Union announced it wanted to expand its military operation in Somalia, pending approval from the UN and Somali government. In a statement to newsrooms, Amisom commander Deyomed Ndegeya said as a military component of Amisom, they will continue to ensure strict compliance with their obligations. For MMU Radio News, I'm Immaculate Mukami. Wake Justa Kadhambi katika tarifa kwamba wafungwa wawili Mohamed Aden Hussein wa miaka kuminaminane na Elvis Adhiambo. Wa miaka kuminasaba waliokuwa wametoroka kutoka kituo cha polisi cha kapsoya mnamo novemba kuminamoja mwaka wa elfu mbili na ishirini na moja wamekamatua. 
Walikamatwa katika eneo la Manyata mjini Kisumu na timu ya maafisa kutoka kituo cha polisi cha Kondele na Kapsoya. Haya yanajiri siku chache baada ya wafungo watatu waliokuwa kitumikia vifungo vya jela kwa uhalifu na uhusiana na ugaidi kutoroka katika gereza la Kamiti Maximum. Wasimamizi saba wa gereza la Kamiti Maximum wamekamatwa kufuatia kutoroka. Waziri wa Usalama wa ndani Fred Matiangi alisema uchunguzi wa awali unapendekeza kutoroka kuchangiwa na ulegevu na uzembe. Nikiripoti ya meza ya kurunzi jina langu ni Justa Kadambi and colleges central placement service KUCCPS will today commence the process of reviewing two de the degree criteria for placement of government sponsored student to universities our reporter Justa Kathambi has more the chief executive officer for coops Agnes Wahome said the stakeholders meeting will be held at Kenyatta University to set the minimum entry requirements to universities and colleges. The meeting will include the university's vice chancellors, the academic registrars and representatives of the professional bodies, the revised admission requirements to degree programs as well as program clusters. The agency to review the current criteria which was last reviewed in 2017 was due to complaints by students and other education stakeholders. Wahome stated that an independent criteria review committee was established to receive, collate and analyze the proposed changes for degree and TVET programs. Reporting from MMU News, my name is Jusaka Thambi. Mbele ni kuwa bajeti ya mwisho ya Rais Uhuru Kenyatta itaweka mrithi wake chini ya shinikizo la kukusanya mapato ya ziada ya bilioni 342.20 kutekeleza miradi anayopendekeza kuweka kwa Kenya kwa ushuru wa juu Justa Kadambi anavyotueleza Utawala wa Bwana Kenyatta umependekeza bajeti ya trilioni 3.31 kwa mwaka wa kifedha unaanza Julai mwaka wa 2022 mwezi mmoja kabla ya kuondoka madarakani mwishoni wa muhula wa miaka miwili wa kikatiba Kenya itaendelea kuporomoka katika miradi ya miundombinu na mpango wa kichocheo wa kudumisha ukuaji wa uchumi katika kukubaliana na janga la coronavirus ambalo lilisababisha kupunguzwa kwa kazi na kufungwa kwa biashara mapato ya ziada inahitajika kufadhili bajeti kubwa zaidi yatasababisha ufuatiliaji mkali wa udanganyifu wa kodi na uwezekano wa kuongezeka kwa kodi wagombea wakuu katika uchaguzi wa urais wa mwaka wa 2022 kiongozi upinzani Raila Odinga na naib rais William Ruto wameahidi matumizi ya ziada ya kijamii nikiripotia meza ya biashara jina langu ni Justa Kadambi wa kukopeshana wanatatizwa na njaa baada ya Rais Uhuru Kenyatta kusamehe kuorodhesha wakopaji walio na mkopo wa chini ya shilingi milioni tano. Justa Kadhambi na habari zaidi wakopaji wa kidijitali Kenya DLK jana kilisema kimeacha kuchukua kopaji wapya ili kupunguza tari kutokana na ukosefu wa historia ya mikopo utafiti wa DLK unaonyesha kuwa mkopo wa wanachama wake 25 umepungua kwa karibu asilimia sitini kutoka bilioni nne hadi bilioni moja nukta tano kwa mwezi kulingana na utafiti huo uliochukua sampuli za watu elfu moja wakopeshaji wa kidijitali ndio chanzo kinachopendelewa zaidi cha watu wengi nchini kwa asilimia now digital lending platform borrowers are being starved of cash after President Uhuru Kenyatta's warning on listing of borrowers with credit less than 5 million shillings. Justa Kadambi with a story. 
The Digital Lenders Association of Kenya DLK say they have stopped taking on board new borrowers to lower the risk due to lack of credit history. A survey by DLK shows the loan book for its 25 members has shrunk by almost 60% to 1.5 billion Kenya shillings per month from 4 billion Kenya shillings. He said the sector has experienced strategic defaults in the last weeks following the announcement pointing to the growing bad loan book in the country. According to the survey that sampled 1000 people, digital lenders are the most preferred source of credit for many people in the country at 65%. Reporting from MU Business, my name is Justa Kadam. Katika Wizara ya Ugatuzi Julius Korir leo amefika katika afisi za idara ya upelelezi DCI ili kuelezea zaidi kuhusu madai ya upadhilifu wa fedha za kununua chakula cha msaada John Chepkemoi ana taarifa hiyo kwa kina Korida amefika katika ofisi ya idara ya upelelezi ya DC High mwenda wa saa moja asubuhi kutoa mwanga zaidi kuhusu shilingi bilioni moja nukta mbili zilizotengwa kwa ajili ya ununuzi wa chakula cha msaada. Idara hiyo ya DCI imesema kwamba imebaini kulikuwa na ubadhirifu wa fedha katika shughuli hiyo. Awali Korida alitakiwa kufika kwa DCI Novemba 8 lakini akakosa kufika ambapo aliomba muda zaidi kwa kuwa alikuwa nje ya nchi kuhudhuria mkutano wa umoja wa mataifa kule Scotland. Maafisa wa DCI wanasema kuwa wataendelea kuwahoji maafisa wengine katika wizara hiyo ya ugatuzi kuhusu walifu huo nikiripotia meza ya kurunzi jina langu ni June Jepkemoi Manaibu chansela una viongozi wa elimu katika vyuo mbalimbali wamekongamana katika chuo kikuu cha Kenyatta ili kutathmini alama za chini ambazo wanafunzi wanahitaji ili kujiunga na vyuo vikuu Justa Kadambi ana ripoti ya taarifa hiyo Haya yanajiri baada ya kuibuka kuwa wanafunzi wengi wamefungiwa nje ya taaluma zao za ndoto kwa kukosa kukidhi viwango fulani vya masomo. Wataalamu wanasema kuwa baadhi ya masomo yanayohitajika kwa kozi fulani yana uzito wa juu lakini sio muhimu sana katika mafunzo. Wakati katika hali nyingine baadhi ya masomo yanayohitajika huachwa au kusisitizwa sana. Afisa mkuu mtendaji wa huduma vya vyuo vikuu vya Kenya Masi Wahome alisema ukaguzi huo ulikuwa muhimu kwa kuwa wa mwisho ulifanywa mwaka wa 2017 manaibu chansela na vyuo vikuu wasajili wa masomo na wawakilishi wa mashirika ya kitaaluma watakutana leo katika chuo kikuu cha Kenyatta kujadili mapendekezo kuhusu mahitaji ya kujiunga na kozi mbalimbali nikiripotia kurunzi MMU jina langu ni Justa Kadhambi Mombasa imeshuka kwa mara ya tano mfululizo huku bei ya chini iliyowekwa na serikali kushughulikia mapato ya chini kutoka kwa bidhaa hiyo ikikosa kukamilika Justa Kadhambi anatuarifu Chama cha wafanyabiashara wa chai Afrika Mashariki kilisema bei inashuka hadi shilingi 246 katika biashara ya wiki jana kutoka shilingi 250 katika mauzo ya awali. Bei hiyo ilikuwa imepanda kwa miezi miwili baada ya kuanzishwa kwa bei ya chini ambayo wanunuzi walipaswa kulipia chai ya shirika la maendeleo ya chai la Kenya ikifikia kilele cha miaka mitano cha shilingi 256 kabla ya kuanza kupunguzwa tena katika wiki tano zilizopita. Kushuka kwa bei ya chai kunaweza kuwa habari mbaya kwa wakulima ambao bado hawajapata nafuu kutokana na bonasi ya chini waliopata mwaka huu. Kwa mujibu wa kurugenzi ya chai kushuka kwa bei hiyo kumesababishwa na ongezeko la bidhaa katika soko la kimataifa. Nikiripotia meza ya biashara jina langu ni Justa Kadhambi.
ameshinda mbio za Brazil Grand Prix katika mojawapo ya mbio zake bora za muda wote kutoka nafasi ya kumi kwenye grid ya taifa. Mwanahabari wetu Justa Kadambi ameangazia zaidi. Hamilton alilazimika kushinda mlima wa dhiki na ushindi wake wa kwanza tangu Rusi ambayo ilikata alama sita kutoka kwa faida ya Verstappen na kumwacha kiwachwa na alama 14 huku mbio tatu za msimu zikisalia. Hamilton alikuwa mlengo wa kupata pointi kwa kipindi cha kasi zaidi hadi Red Bull ilipomchukua Sergio Perez kwa ajili ya kubadilisha matairi kwenye gari lake hatua ambayo ilizaa matunda. Bottas alifanikiwa kumshikilia Verstappen akianza pamoja na kwenye safu ya pili kwenye bendi ya kwanza lakini dereva wa Red Bull alichukua uongozi muda mfupi baadaye nikiripotia meza ya michezo jina langu ni Justa Kadambi and two remandis Mohadin Aiden Hussein and Elvis Odhiambu who had escaped from Kapsoyo police station on November 11th have been rearrested our reporter Justa Kadambi with more a police report said the two are currently being held at Kondele police station. They were arrested at Manyata area in Kisumu by a team of officers from Kondele and Kapsoya police stations. This comes a few days after three convicts who are serving jail terms for terrorism-related crimes escaped from committee maximum prison. Seven wardens at the committee maximum prison have been arrested following the escape. Interior Cabinet Secretary Fred Matiangi said preliminary investigation suggested the escape was abetted by laxity and competence. For MMU News, my name is Justa Katambi. MMU News at 11, I am Cheryl Mbuche. The application seeking to drop murder charges against six cops charged with two brothers from Kanyanjakoma, Embu County, will be heard in January next year. Justa Katambi has more. The case was mentioned before Justice Daniel Ogembo, who directed that the application be heard on January 25, 2022. Police officers Benson Pudia, Consolata Karioki, Nicholas Cheruyot, Martin Wanyama, Lilian Chemun, and James Moniki have challenged their prosecution. Justice Ogembo directed the defense lawyers to serve the application on all the parties before the case comes up for hearing. The officers were released two weeks ago on bail after court found out that the director of public prosecution didn't have compelling reason to warrant denial the accused person's bail. In the application filed by lawyer Dan Stanumari, the six cops want the court to order for an inquest and drop the murder charges. For MMU News, my name is Jusa Kathambi. On other news, as former President Mwai Kibaki turns 90 today, family members, leaders, the locals have urged President Uhuru Kenyatta and his probable successors to emulate his work ethic. Jusa Kathambi with more. Locals feel President Kenyatta has let his predecessor down due to the heavy and incessant borrowing and the runaway corruption in government. They called on the leaders to seek advice from Kibaki and specifically those seeking a presidential bid next year. Kibaki's nephew Boniface Gethenji Gishuki feels Kibaki's shoes have not been filled, saying there is a huge gap between his administration and Kenyatta's. Opposition chief Raila Odinga in his efforts to woo Mount Kenya electorate has been presenting himself as an ally of Kibaki, saying he, he is hero reporting for Mimi news my name is Jusaka Tambi Devolution PS Julius Korir was on Monday Thank you Kimati Linda well moving on nearly 200 young children have died of starvation in hospitals across Ethiopia's Tigray regions as malnutrition soars one year after a brutal conflict broke out according to a new survey Jusaka Tambi has more on this 
The data collected from 14 hospitals offers a rare look at the scale of suffering in Tigray, which is grappling with a communications blackout and what the United Nations describes as a de facto aid blockade, meaning most essential medical supplies are no longer available. Yet the toll is hardly comprehensive, given that most health facilities are not functional and Tigrayan health workers have only been able to reach roughly half of the region's districts. Higo said some 29% of children are acutely malnourished, up from 9% before the war. Only 14% of surveyed households report having enough access to food, down from 60%, adding that he fears what is unfolding in areas in his teams have so far been unable to reach. Reporting for MMU News, my name is Jusaka Thambi. The annual International Industrial Expo has officially opened in Nairobi, giving local traders a chance to shop and build business ties with at least 117 companies showcasing their wares, as Jusaka Thambi tells us. The three days organized by AfriPIC in conjunction with the Kenya National Chambers of Commerce and Industry and Kenya Investment Authority. At least 92 foreign companies, mostly from China, are expected to showcase the latest manufacturing technology to local small and medium businesses keen to up productivity and enhance efficiency under the theme building a strong manufacturing sector amidst COVID-19. According to the 2020 Business Environment Report released by the World Bank, Kenya ranks fourth among the African countries that is one of the fastest growing economies in Africa. Reporting for MMU Desk, my name is Justa Kadambi. Agnes Wahome said the stakeholders meeting will be held at Kenyatta University to set the minimum entry requirements to universities and colleges. The meeting will include the university's vice chancellors, the academic registrars and representatives of the professional bodies, the revised admission requirements to degree programs as well as program clusters. The agency to review the current criteria which was last reviewed in 2017 was due to complaints by students and other education stakeholders. Wahome stated that an independent criteria review committee was established to receive, collate, and analyze the proposed changes for degree and TVET programs. Reporting for MMU News, my name is Jus. Jamhuri High School parents have not been allowed to access the school since Sunday night after a dormitory at the school was destroyed by a fire, as Justa Kadambi now tells us. The dormitory that was burnt houses more than 300 students. These scholars who reported to school this morning were asked to go back home. Parents who lamented not being allowed to see their children today claimed the administration has failed to assure them of the state of their children. The parents who have come at the school compound have promised not to leave the premises until their children are released from school. A member from the school administration clarified that the students are being questioned over the fire and will be released soon. The parents have also faulted the administration for going to the extent of having police lob tear gas at them. Some of the parents also claimed students had shown signs of unrest two weeks ago, but the administration ignored it. Reporting from Immunis, my name is Jusakata. Kato wa kuwasajili ama kuwasajili wa vijana kwa awamu ya tatu ya mpango wa kazi mtani unatarajiwa kwanza hapo kesho. Jusakadambi anaeleza. Katibu mkuu wa Wizara ya Nyumba na Maendeleo ya Miji Charles Hinga katika taarifa yake ametangaza kuwa watu wenye nia watatakiwa kujiandikisha kupitia tovuti ya mfumo wa usimamizi wa kazi mtaani. KMS ni mfumo wa simu na wavuti uliotengenezwa na serikali ya Kenya ili kusajili na kusimamia wanufaika wa kazi mtaani kote nchini. Hinga alisema maombi ya mtandao yatatumika kusajili kutakata data zilizopokelewa kutoka kwa programu ya simu malipo na ripoti. Awamu ya tatu ya mpango huo itazinduliwa 
kuwa rasmi mnamo Disemba mwaka 2021 nikiripotia meza ya kurunzi jina la case was reported in both Kenya and Somalia a group of young energetic armed men linked to the Islamic Al-Shabaab group used vehicles mounted with loudspeakers in offering information and updates regarding to the coronavirus to communities living along Kenya Somalia border areas just a kadambi has more loudspeakers blasting huge sound were common borders town separating Kenya and Somalia and the educators message was meant to instill fear and despondency common information from the preachers was that the virus was a weapon made to eliminate muslims but it escaped from a trial laboratory in China according to local elders in the border village of Liboi armed men enforcing covid-19 eviction and harassment are linked to the islamist group al-shabab and belonging to a terror cell operating along the Kenyan Somalia border majority of the armed men were recruited from from local communities and received various trainings from Al-Shabaab training camps based in the Lower Shabele region of Somalia. In the past years the group used to incite locals against the Kenyan government and also planting seeds of discord between feds with aim of creating interfaith bloodbath in the northern Kenyan region. Reporting from MMU News, my name is Justa Katambi. 630 grams of heroin concealed in calabashes have been seized for, as sorry 630 grams of heroin concealed in calabashes have been seized at the Jomo Kenyatta International Airport following a tip off from DHL security. Immaculate Mokami has the report. DCI Director George Kinoti said the narcotics destined for Canada were intercepted following a tip-off from DHL security. According to George Kinoti, a verification procedure was done upon which the substance tested positive for heroin. Last month, morphine and cocaine concealed in Kitenge buttons were also seized at JKIA. The drugs were then released to the detectives for safe custody as password for the drug racket involved kicks in. Reporting for MMU Radio News, I'm Immaculate Mokami. 